apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of home ownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS. Today's show. Hi, everyone. I'm sorry, Frank. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We got Carlos could have make it today, so we just kind of went ahead and um, changed the show up a little bit for today. You know, called in at last minute, and uh, we decided to do a show. You know, and uh, today's topic is mental illness. But before we get into that, I have a rant. I'm going to start off with my rant of the week. I'm going to start it off really, really early, just for the simple fact that I got put in Facebook jail. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I Why? talk about why, well, Frank, um, what's up, Sketchy? How you doing? Glad you're doing well. Hi. You know, I got put in Facebook jail because I said that I would kick his ass. So what happened? The post was one of the groups I'm a part of. They got into, um, hey, Danny, 
they got into a hey, parking Danny. spot, right? We had somebody behind them get out of the car, runs up to the parking space, and stands in the middle of the parking spot, blocking the parking space. So the guy's like, okay, what would you have done? So I I put, I would have kicked his ass. So I went against uh, Facebook uh, community standards, and they thought that I was insulting somebody. So they put me behind the So what were you supposed movie. to say? I was going to kick his behind? I don't know. You just can't, I guess you just can't make threats. But you want to know what I got to say to that? Fuck you, Facebook. What? Yes, That's fuck you, Facebook. I, I second I, that. Fuck you, Facebook. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm just, I've had it. I. One of these days, I'm going to get rid of Facebook. Or maybe not. Maybe just keep it for, for uh, memories and pictures and stuff like that. But I'm not going to keep it forever. You know, screw Facebook. Why don't we, why don't we invent our own? Our own, we'll call well, it. Well, actually... It's funny you say that because Donald Trump came up with one and it's called Truth Social, oh <laughs> which you know what I actually signed up for. I actually want to see what it's about, you know, and see what this guy is all about, what this loony man's going to do, you know. Oh. And look, Danny yeah, there's says probably. Make MySpace again. Hell yeah, dude. I used to like MySpace. MySpace, <laughs> you, you know, it's funny because you used to actually be able to put music on MySpace. It was more, I, I liked it because you could customize it a lot more than what you do actually with Facebook. Facebook, you only have your It was post. more like having a web page. Correct. 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 So it wasn't too bad. I mean, I would do it. I, I wouldn't mind uh, having... Uh, let's again. bring it back let's bring it back yeah right but i think myspace right now belongs to facebook anyways you know so it's kind of weird oh does it we'll get kicked off yeah yeah, yeah. so if i choose you know to what? play my mom your mama's on crack rock yeah they'll kick me off they'll put Maybe. me in myspace jail and i talk a minute talk about whatever you want a second talk okay whatever i want to talk about yeah, so, how's your day my day has been wonderful. Not really. Started off morning with anxiety, major anxiety. It was horrible. I went to work. I was jittery. I couldn't get into working for the first few, what, maybe hour and a half. I had to go outside. I had to take a break. I had to collect myself. And I even took my medicine. I even took my medicine. I don't, maybe because Ariana was having anxiety and it just like came to me and I got anxiety because my poor baby had anxiety and I didn't know how I was going to help her. Well, but other than that, the day ended up being good. All right. Good, good, good. Well, we're going to dive into that, you know, a little more here in the show because, you know, if there's one thing that, that I uh, tend to do a lot, and well, Carlos and I, you know, always when we when we started the show, again, we we started with politics, but then we've gone into social issues, social problems. You know, people deal dealing with 
with anxiety, mental illnesses, you know, people that are actually depression. living depression, you know, we, we jumped into the gay market, you know, where people were in the closet for years and didn't know how to come out, you know, so we, you know, we're kind of starting to, to elaborate a little bit, you know, but we still stay on our politics, but obviously when I jump on the show on my own, you know, it's, Fair game to talk whatever we want, and you know what? Today we're gonna we're gonna tackle you know we're gonna tackle mental illness, you know, anxiety, you know. Hey, uh, Anna Sketchy says he's sorry about your anxiety, and he wants to know what medicine you take for it. Thank you. I actually have a combination. Um, I take Prozac, and I also take um, Abilify. And Adderall. So I have to, my doctor has me on a combination of three to help regulate it because believe it or not, as adults, it's not just one pill that works for everyone. They have to find the right combination for you. And that combination just happened to be the one that works for me the best. Okay. But All right. Well, that, that and, works. And therapy helps a lot too knowing my triggers and knowing how to get out of that space. Um, and I learned that by going to therapy. Okay. All right. So let me ask you what, what is it that makes you, you know, what do you feel? How do you know you're, you're having a panic attack or you're having an anxiety attack or, you know, what's the mindset? When my, my, when my anxiety first starts coming on, I can't concentrate. I can't focus. Then my heart starts to palpitate and I get real nervous. And sometimes I, I just, I get like a claustrophobic almost. And I just have to get away from what I'm doing and be by myself and take deep breaths and relax. It's, there's other times when I've had them where I would sweat so bad that it was like I ran a marathon or I was at the gym working out and I, I can't breathe. And that's the, one of the biggest symptoms that a lot of people have, because even my little 11 year old suffers from anxiety and hers is I can't breathe. Somebody's on my chest. And sometimes noises for me are really I hear things like um, almost amplified and. I have to have, I mean, I have to be in complete silence and darkness, almost like a migraine, but in my head. Wait, that didn't make sense. Well, you know what I mean, right? Well, migraines are normally in your head. No, but I, I think I know that, I, but my, I, like the I light think I might my... be able to relate. Um, I, I've had the sweats, vision blurry, I couldn't breathe. Okay, I, I yeah. guess for, for everybody's a little different. Um, I guess we all suffer from that a little bit, and I think it, it all depends on how we handle it. I know that when when I get anxious or when I'm, you know, for me, it's I can't sleep. I won't sleep. I'll be up for, for I, days. I have a pill for that, too. Um, I, I and mean, your mind I, just races and thinks all the time, right? Oh, well, my mind, yeah, mine's always thinking, it's always racing, it's always going, going higher. It's like you're overstimulated, everything is too much. Yeah, Elizabeth Garcia kind of has it yeah. right. 
But you know, my thing is that yeah, we we get into that. We get into a mind frame. You know, and I think uh, one of the biggest issues is, you know, at least like maybe, maybe, maybe it's just me, but I want that. I don't like drinking pills because I think, I think there's a lot of side effects on pills the more you take them and the constant role that you always take them, you know, when, when it becomes like an everyday thing. So, you know, I'm, we have to kind of find a way to, you know, what is your your usa or wusa? You know what I'm saying? Where you're you're able to just, okay, I don't right. really want to take my pill. I don't have to take my pill. I gotta just let it go and cool down. I, I can tell you that for me, it's just me being left alone, nobody bugging me. Just I gotta clear myself and my mind. I gotta, I gotta. Not self-medicate myself, but just kind of just ease down a little bit, right? Right, and that's exactly what I do today. Right, where, you know, these thoughts, you know, these thoughts in my mind are just, all right, I have to gather, gather myself back together. Like, okay, these are just your thoughts. It's not stuff that's happening. It's just your thoughts. That's why they say journaling, meditation, um, are and exercise are really good ways to get back to that. It's not overthinking where you're not over um, getting the anxiety and things like that. So those are, that's exactly Today, I had to step out of the room, collect my thoughts. I went outside. I took some deep breaths. I walked around the building, that kind of thing. Just you, like you said, just clear your mind from everything. And that helps a lot. But, but it's that it's knowing what your triggers are and how to control your triggers. So even though I know how to control my triggers and I know what my triggers are, in my case, I still need the medication. And it's right. not permanent. It's temporary. But they, I mean, they can be addictive, but I, you have to want on your own to not be on them long-term and find solutions and not just depend on the pill. So I admire you from, I uh, actually, yes, I have. Um, the only thing is I'm looking for the 1980, 1990s stuff because this stuff nowadays just knocks me out. Um, and I am familiar with mindfulness. That's part of uh, that's part of the stuff that that I also try to do when I'm by myself at home at night. Okay, so what is mindfulness? I'm not familiar with that at all. You're not familiar with it? It is no, what well. Is- part of the meditation it's part of the meditation it's part of the way you're thinking it's part of there's like all these different all these different ways all these different ways to to deal with like the positivity um things like that so i don't know how to explain it all i know is i've read the book i've done it it's you know you got to have that positive positive thinking and things like that. I mean you have the negative light, you feed the negative light. What does it do? It's like it's like a plant and it continues to grow. 
So you got to chop down the tree and bring in the positivity. Okay, okay. So what else makes you trigger? What, I mean, it's just... Um, actually, I found out one of my triggers was, and this has absolutely nothing to do with my employer, but when I forgot, because when I set up my room, because I'm in the dental field, so when I set up my room for a procedure, I go through the whole procedure in my head. And I put the what if, if this, I already know it's deep. If it turned into a root canal, I have to make sure that that stuff is there. Or if they decide to extract it, like I have things set up so I can just grab them. And one of my triggers was that I forgot something in the room and I really came down hard on myself. Well, I talked to my therapist about it and what it came down to was disappointing. Like I felt like I disappointed him. But it had nothing to do with him. It all boss? went back to when I was younger, my dad. No, it was deep down inside. In the back of my head, I was. it was that feeling of being perfect for my dad. So it triggered me because I wasn't perfect at that time. So right, I felt okay. like I was disappointing my boss. But it was really... It was the trigger of the past. So that was one of the things me and my therapist talked about and are able, I was able to work on, on that. So. Okay. 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 So okay, it's, okay. It, All right. yeah. So would you actually sit here and say that a lot of your triggers are because of your past? Yes. Or just, or just because of life itself? No, a lot of them are through experiences and in my past. I mean, growing up and I mean, my dad was very strict, old fashioned. Um, he always said I was born in America, but I was raised with Cuban morals. And, you know, I was chaperoned for the longest time. That's why when I lived with you guys, I was like, your mom let me grow up. I, was out of, you know, came out of my shell. I was right. I got to find myself and become Anna and. It was hard, but you know what? When he died, because we were so used to him, um, basically contr controlling our every single move or having um, having like some kind of, of remark to say, then that was that was like a huge trigger because I didn't feel adequate. I didn't feel all I wanted to hear was him say. I'm proud of you. And those words never came out of his mouth. But I had to learn that he said yeah. it in his own way because you know well, just as well as I do. He never well, came out and I told you things. You you that, hear him. No, he never did. But his actions spoke louder than around his words. others spoke louder, you know, louder, louder than words. But look, my sister says something, and she's absolutely right. It's a quetzal thing. It is. You know, it is, but it is. actions always spoke. And I, I've always said it. I I have, I've been, I was lucky in the world, right? I had my dad. I had my stepdad. They, they're great. Once and I you had my dad for a while. Right. And that's, and, and that's the point where, where that I'm getting to is that I, Renee, Renee, my stepdad, and my dad Carlos raised me to be a man. 
hands down. But my uncle was the determining factor or, or finished the role while I was already a man. You follow what I'm saying? Instead of me being that, not going to say the immature kid, because I think I was still immature for many, many years after becoming mm -hmm. a man. All right. I but he, he finished the molding. There we go. The molding of, hey, this is what this is. This is what that is. Family sticks together. If one's not allowed, then we're all not allowed. Exactly. And I think you know what story I'm going to there. I okay. know which one you mean. The one that so, you weren't invited to the party that you had to I leave. I showed up, you know, and, and then he was, asked you to leave. Right. So, you know, going on to, to Sketchy's comment here, when I, I guess this was obviously me asking about mindfulness. Mindfulness is living in the moment. Most people dwell yeah. on the past or worry about the future. The past is done and you don't know what tomorrow will bring will bring you. Focus on the present moment. I guess a lot of the yes, yes. I I I guess a lot of the um the moments living that in the I now. deal with. Right. I mean, I live a lot in the now. Okay, I live a lot in the now. I don't. I try not to dwell on the past. You know what? Because at the end of the day, the past has already happened. There's nothing you can do to change it. And there's okay. a lot of things in the future you can't change either, or in that second. Well, I mean, it's whatever you do now is what's going to, it's, it's to me at least, it's a trigger effect. It's True. like right now, watch this, just for shits and giggles. We did a show today on Wednesday because Carlos couldn't do it, right? What happens right. if this leads to actually a new show, right? I just, I, I just put the name out there, speaking it real in between the grid, right? Hey, why not? We could do a show called Speaking It Real in Between the Great. That's right. right. This might be this might be a future leader or something else. So it's what we're doing now. We're living now. I mean, that's that's the way I see it. Maybe I'm that's, wrong, maybe I'm right. No, I think you're you know? I think you hit the nail on the head. You hit the nail right on the head. So let's see. Most of our triggers are rooted in our upbringing and our experiences throughout our formative years. Uh yeah. I would think so. I, agree. I um I think so. Um, I always, you still have, thanks, Elizabeth. Very nice of you. Thank oh, you I agree 100%, Liz. Elizabeth. I think, but you know what? I think we all have immature moments. Oh, we do. I'm 50 and I still have them at work. I was doing yoga while I was waiting for my doctor in the middle of the, but it helps me stay young. I don't feel 50. I don't look 50. Right. So Liz says, focus on what you can control, not what you can. Well, I guess that's kind of saying is stress, stress what you can control. Don't stress what you can't, what you can't control. I mean, I and do, I, I do live a lot like that, where I'm not going to sit here and stress what I cannot control. You know, I cannot. Here's the thing: when when you have mental illness, when you have a depression, when you have, you don't, you can't control those thoughts and you can't control those feelings yeah, because still. it's negative wait what did danny say that he still has the moments buddy you're gonna have the moments for a long time if you take after your dad you're gonna have them for a long time a long long time long long long, long time so you know um where do you go? You have your episode. 
people notice. Exactly. And that's why it's so important to get help when you have mental illness. And a lot of people are in denial about having mental illnesses, you know? Yeah, but you know what? I think, I mean, I'll be honest. I think a lot of a, a lot of things now is everybody puts a label on everything. Okay? Everybody oh God, now uses a label. Okay? And just because you have a moment, okay, doesn't mean you okay, have Okay, Mr. Cuban. No, it's I not... just, the quality of your thoughts determine the quality of your life. Absolutely right. I mean, because yes. I can sit here and have a moment, okay? But it doesn't mean that I have a mental illness. I, you know, it's, I think it varies from individual to individual. No, but mental illness is when you can't come to terms to whatever you are, whatever you are dealing with. Perfect example, people that have been sexually molested as children, women that have been raped, men that have been raped. Those are certain things that if you just bury them deep down inside, they keep on festering in your subconscious. So it's not that you have a moment, but then you have something that triggers you and it causes a depression and that depression can go in any way. That depression can lead to being addicted to drugs, being addicted to sex, being addicted to alcohol, being addicted to um, to anything or, or even committing suicide because you don't know how to handle those emotions. So there. I wouldn't say, I mean, I would say, yes, everybody handles things different, but not unless you had some sort of traumatic thing happen in your life and never get it, never work on it or try to heal from it. I think that's what causes your, your mental, your mental illnesses. Exactly. That's why so many people don't like to say they go to therapy. I'm not ashamed. You can call me crazy all you want. I go to a therapist and I have a psychiatrist and it's just easy. It, I can deal with my, my stuff. I live most of my life happy now since I'm able to overcome a lot of my, my issues. Well, apparently, um, this is just me doing a quick, a quick search. Um, one in five U.S. adults live with a mental illness. Illness. There were fifty-two point yes. nine. There was fifty-two point nine million people in twenty twenty diagnosed with a with a with a mental. Wow, with a mental, mental illness? illness. Yes. Yeah, because of COVID too. Let's see, and yeah. because of a lot of people. Yep. That's I, right, and yeah, then we're locked in the house. Yeah, Anna, but you you are crazy. I love you. You see, well, Danny oh, I love you too. You are exactly. not. We still love you, anyways. You know, but <laughs> but I'm a know, I'm a happy, thing, fun, crazy person. <laughs> you know, so so let's see. In 2020, there's 5.9 million people, right? And 90% of adults are experiencing mental illness. This is in 2021. Elevated to over 47 million Americans. 4.5 are expected, are experiencing a severe mental illness. So 4.5% or 4. Yeah, 4.5%. And you want to hear a crazy, the crazy thing, Uh COVID, 
COVID is a huge trigger for mental illnesses as well. Hold on. Um, you know what happens every time we mention COVID on this show? What happened? <laughs> but it's true. How can you explain my mother getting as bad as she did after she had the thing, the toilet flush? Um, I can't. Because you know. even the doctors, that it triggered, she didn't have the breathing. But it, it messed with her brain, and that's when she couldn't talk, she couldn't walk, and she couldn't go to the bathroom. It messed with her head. Right, but I, I don't know, man. I I mean, obviously, the older you are, the, the worse it is, I guess, you know, when you get it. But that's, and... my, but that's my point. It's affecting people mentally. I think it depends. I think it's a lot more on the individual on how it affects them. Um, I mean, I know that I haven't had COVID, so I, you know, the only effects that I've gotten from COVID is where, uh oh, you got it, and 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 it's been a, do I have it? Oh my God, am I gonna get it now? Oh shit, I I have a cough. Is this COVID? You know what I'm saying? So. That to me is the only effect that it truly had. Um, so kind of it, it works out that way. I know um, hypochondriacs, that's, I think, part of a mental issue also. It is. Because you, know? um, you can make yourself I, sick. Yeah. You know, um, I know somebody that Back in the day, went to a strip joint, and he thought he could get AIDS by having um, a stripper dance on him, you know. And he left the strip joint all scared shitless, you know. Carlos, we told you that was not true. <laughs> you remember the story, that. That's what you get for having the cochina dance on you. That's your mom put that in your head. Your whoever that is, their, your mom put their mom put that in their head, man. Because I told Christian, Christian got the croup one time, and I told him it was because he kissed a girl. So I see in California, a majority of the homeless suffer from a serious mental illness. An uptick of people experiencing mental illness are also due to social issues such as cost of living and housing. Yes. I um I completely agree with that. I think um not now, you know, when especially now when you start looking at things, like you know what? I'm gonna give you a perfect a perfect thing that happened to me now. My fence in my yard has to be changed. Okay, I've known it has to be changed, right? Um, I've been pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off because why? Eric is going up, 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 right? My job is here. Right, so I went from being here, right, where I was making more money than what my expenses were, but now my expenses 
are level with my job. Right? So you have no now I got so now I gotta put in a fence. Okay. And it was funny because I was on the phone with Elizabeth when this happened. I I opened the fence door and I went, look, and I ended up with the with the door in my hands. Literally. I'm like, fuck. Now I gotta fix my fence. So why didn't you get the tape and just tape it back up? Because that just won't happen. No, it wasn't that. My tools are not at my house. I I I load my tools on and all my tools are scattered. My tools are not here right now at my house. So go figure. I don't have my tools. I all I have was a hammer and some screws. Guess what I did? You screwed the I, hammer in. I mean you hammered the screws in. Yes. Yes. No nah, man, that wood's rotting. I, I wish the wood glue would work on, on the hinge. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You see, that was a total trigger for you. I had a moment of the world ending, of course, because I see yeah. it as I'm here, right? Financially and, you know, and shit like that and work. But now I, I start doing this where here's work and here are the expenses now. Exactly. And that's what a lot of people are worrying about too, because a lot of these jobs don't, I mean, employers don't want to pay. Nope. Look, my sister says it right. I think mental illness is, a, is serious. Not enough people have the help they need or know how to cope. You're right. I mean, look, I'll tell you one one thing that that I've done, and and it's this show. All right, this show is to me at times is is a distressor. All right, it's a therapy. Hey, look, I I, I go to to Home Depot and it's therapy. Okay, I could walk around yes. Home Depot and look at what I want. And there's times that if I'm pissed off enough, I'm going to buy it. You'll get it. It's retail therapy. Yes. Okay. I've I've gotten pissed off. And I, and I said, you know what? Fuck it. And I've gone and bought whatever the hell I wanted. Whether I needed it, whether I didn't need it, it didn't matter. I said, screw it. Stop. And then do you get buyer's remorse and return it? No. No. I, Once I, I buy it, I buy it. There's really, I see that's a. I already did it. It's in the past. Go forward. Oh, sometimes I get buyer's remorse, and I'm like, did I really need that? I'm gonna take no. it back. And other times I'm like, ah, I work hard. Yeah, sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes, you know, maybe not all the time, but <laughs> I do it. I've I've got on Amazon every once in a while. Right. You know, I've got oh, an I Amazon. Amazon. I love the Amazon guy stopped at our house, asked Julio. Julio was outside and they asked Julio if everything was okay because he hadn't delivered in a few days. True story. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people deal, I mean, but, but you know what? It's, Mental illness comes in all forms shapes, right? Exactly. You could be good. You could be good, okay? And when your partner is having a bad day, okay, or a bad time, you know what? It's actually, you know, it takes a toll on you because you don't know what to do. 
And sometimes it's best just to leave them alone. That's when you have to have good communication and your partner has to let you know like what can help when they're in that space. Because I can, like Julio knows that whenever I'm starting to get that anxiety, he knows I need to come lay down for a little bit and I need to collect my thoughts and just give me time to breathe. And he gives me my space. And when it's over, he's like, okay, you feel better now? Yes, I feel better now. And then we go on our day. But he's learned to also know that when I give a certain look or I'm act a certain way, I'm about to get triggered, you know? Right, so right, it's right, that, of course. It's that communication, that learning and being being open about it too. So let's see, sketchy. Wages have not gone up with the cost of living and housing. If minimum wage rose with the wage of inflation since the 70s, it will be a, it will be at $22. Most people live paycheck to paycheck. The rich get richer. I completely agree with you, Sketchy. I think I think you're absolutely right on that. And by the way, Sketchy, I got a question. Is part of your therapy on test driving cars? Since uh, I know you, you've been test driving cars lately. So, oh, I mean, really? Test what drive that... what kind of cars? Uh, he test drives decent cars, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think um, when you start dealing with your partner's issues, like I was saying earlier, it takes a toll. You know, because you, as much as you want to be there for your partner, you might get shut out. Exactly. And that's where you can't get butthurt about it. But that's where you have to understand. Yeah, but you have to understand. And that's where that communication comes, where you have to realize that you can't be the savior. Like that person that's going through it has to learn how to save themselves. It's, It's like the airplane. Put your mask on you first before you can save somebody else. Put your life preserver on, and then you put your the life preserver on other people. If you can't save yourself, you can't expect for anybody else to save you. And if your partner can't understand that you need to save yourself, they can't always be the savior, then they're not helping you. Right. And that's that's coming from somebody that that is the sick one. You know what I mean? Well, it's exactly. Right. Sometimes people need to vent. You yes. know, I mean, I know, I know that for me, a, a lot of times it's, um, like I said, I shut down sometimes and it's not a good thing to do, but I also kind of vent, you know, after the fact, you know, like, and that's okay. Happen, you know, so, you know, it's, it's things just part of life and shit happens. I think a lot of it is how we deal with it, mm-hmm. you know, as as an individual. You know, what what I could never understand, and maybe it's wrong of me to say, but it's my show. I'm going to speak it how I want, and I speak it real, so. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's and in between the gray, the, too. Correct. What, what I don't understand is how someone could attempt or try to take their own life um that just goes into something totally 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 out there you know that i have a few things about that that i'd like to um it's 
not getting the help that you need and being in, remember I was telling you that if you give it, it's like a plant, that darkness, that those evil thoughts are like a plant. And the more light you give it, the more it grows and the Uh sicker and sicker you become, you, it becomes a darkness, a deep hole that you don't know how to get out of. And the only way that you can, that you think you can get out of it is by ending it all because you have so much hurt and so much pain and so much. I mean, that's when you're to the point where you need to check yourself into a hospital. You need to call 1-800, you need to call 911 and you need to get help for that you need professional help or even if it's just calling like if I called you and told you I'm not in a good place I would hope that you would call 911 for me or call somebody that I know to say hey this is going on this is what's going to happen you know what I mean um some people a lot of people that attempt are looking for help just like your cutters your overeaters your bingers they're looking, they want, it's like bad attention, but they're looking for help and don't know how to get the help. And sometimes it goes too far and they end up killing right. themselves. So. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think you're, you're absolutely right there. You know, I've, I've been in that dark spot before. I've I've been in that very dark spot where I didn't want to live anymore and I just wanted to be with my dad. And the only thing that stopped me because I seriously thought about getting a gun and blowing my brains out. And the only thing that stopped me was picturing my son finding me that way. Right, 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 right. When he was so five years see. old. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. So I guess um Sketchy ended up with a lemon. Oh, no. Yeah. My therapist highly recommended I continue to test drive cars to deal with some issues I'm dealing with. I got tricked last week. Let's say this car was junkyard material appearing as a showroom model. Sketchy, it happens, man. It happens to the best of us. You know? Oh, yes. I would I would take it. What would my dad do? Take it and put it in the front door and tell him with a big O sign, paint it pink and say, take this shit back. Yep. <laughs> Maybe thought of the lowest. I thought life I thought life for it. Yeah, um again, um I I don't know. To me that thought's never run my mind and I could never I I didn't even Fathom that, you know, I just, I can't, it doesn't. I never thought I, I would I, either. I, you know, I have a hard time relating to that at all. I mean, mind you, I, I carry, you know, I, I have guns and stuff like that, but to me, it's always, no, 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 no. My, you know, I have, I got my children to live for. Exactly. You know, and that's exactly I, what's not me. You know, I, I see it as I have to be the model for them in the sense where whatever I'm going through, I have to come out of it. I have to 
show them that it's not the end of the world, whatever you're going through. And I've gone through my shit. Gone through my share of shit. You know, people close to me know exactly. They, you know, I've done crazy shit in my life. You know, but I've always Frankie done out. crazy stuff. I don't believe that. You know. No. So Liz says, I think we all need to feel like we are useful and that there's some sort of purpose in our life. Well, yeah, I think um, we all have to feel that there is some type of purpose to live. You know, I exactly. I think that we, you know, and like you said, your your kids are your purpose. My son right. was my purpose and my daughter now, my family, you know what I mean? So that was the only thing that stopped me from doing it was my, who's going to take care of my son. Nobody's going to take care of my son the way that I was, that I was going to take care of him. And like hell, I was going to let Marco Simulati raise him. Right. Of course. So let's see, Liz, we need to have strong, we have, I'm sorry. We need to have strong wide that will take us out of our deep, our dark, deep place. Okay, hold on. We need to have a strong mind that will take us out of our dark, deep places. I think when you get into those dark places and you can't pour your own stuff out of it, you have to seek additional help. Not knowing where to turn to and getting yourself out to recognize that is a hard part. Exactly. Oh, it's okay. We still we still understood you. Hey, hey, look, 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 look. It's it's that twin thing. All right, it's that, it's that twin thing. Don't worry about it. I got you. <laughs> I, I I fixed it. Who who would have thought that at this day and age I'm correcting my sister? Huh, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I got one on you. Finally, it took forty. Special ad helped you. <laughs> I finally, I finally, finally, finally got one. In 47 <laughs> years. It's fucking great. You know what? We're going to add it. Show's over. I'm going to go party now for it. <laughs> and I got it. Yes. 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 <laughs> oh, man. I'm driving. Oh, too bad. Doesn't matter. I still win. You lose. That's it. No excuses. <laughs> excuses. Stop making excuses. I win. I win. <laughs> Let him have it, Liz. Let him have it. <laughs> yeah, you got to let me have that one, please. Just right, one. Want... Just one. Just one in 47 years, damn it. <laughs> but look, in all honesty, um, mental illness could be a bunch of other things. You know, not a bunch of other things, but I think, um, well, let me ask you a question. Okay. You were, You used to be overweight. Yeah. Right. Okay. So how did that mess with your psyche? How did that mess up mess with your mind? Being a roommate? Or did it? No, being overweight. Oh, that really, I think part of my problem was because I had mental illness and I went to food because I would go on binges. So that caused me to become overweight. But what also caused it was I would eat and binge when I was younger. So that messed up my metabolism. I started having irregular heartbeats and things like that. And then it got to the point where I gained so much weight that it was almost like the food gave me that 
satisfaction that I that I wasn't getting from outside. It was the only thing that couldn't tell me anything negative. You know what I mean? Right. Because if I felt bad about it, I'd just throw it up. And then I got rid of that feeling. Okay. I was in control. And then okay. now that I now that I've lost all this weight, I mean, I still have to be careful because every once in a while, it'll I mean, I can barely eat six, seven hundred calories a day. And I'm supposed to have twelve hundred calories a day, but I'm still working on I need to eat in order to lose weight. If I do not eat, I will plateau. But in the back of my head, I still have that. You don't want to get fat again. You don't want to get fat again. You've already lost 120 pounds. You don't want to get fat again. So it's, I mean, but going to therapy has helped me a lot because I know, no, I have to eat. And I look good the way I am now, you know, I'm happy. You know, it was funny because I was talking to a mutual friend of ours. Mm -hmm. And um, they asked me, you know, why your hair was short. And they're like, oh, she's <laughs> sick. I'm like, no, 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 no. She was not sick. Like, really? I said, yeah, she just cut it just to cut it. So I, I know that you, you spoke about it, about it a bit on your show. Why did you cut your hair? I cut my hair, one, because it was looking kind of thin. It wasn't growing in right. I started, when I lost a lot of weight, I started losing a lot of hair. And it was just so freaking liberating. I just wanted to get rid of it. It was the best decision I could have ever made. And it was just liberating. It was one of those things that I've always wanted to do. A lot of women dream about doing it. Some women look good in it. Some women don't. And when I went to the barber, he's like, you know what? You have a good shaped head. This, this is going to look good on you. And I just did it. I just did it. A lot of women can't like their hair is everything and they can't just say, you know what? It's just hair. It'll grow back. So okay. All right. it empowered me. I'm telling you when he, the first few, when you start seeing yourself bald, it is so empowering because you can be different and still love yourself. It made me like love myself more. All right. All right. Good. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, you answered question number two, you know, so it was empowering. It, it actually, it brought you up. Yes. Is what it's pretty much saying. It, yeah, it gave me confidence. It gave me, it just, I don't know. You've seen G.I. Jane. Remember when she shaves her head in that movie and she just becomes like this badass? Like that's what it makes you feel like inside. It just makes you feel mm -hmm. like a badass. Right. Well, for those people that have just joined us, um, we've been talking mental mental illness. You know what um, what triggers you? What doesn't trigger you? What what do you do when when you're triggered? Um, and I've been giving some points on what she does. You know, she you know she does um, she she takes some meds. Uh, she does what is it called? Mindful mindfulness, living in the now. Mind for this living the now. Um, meditation. Meditation. Journaling. You know, journaling. What's journaling exactly? 
Or where you just write your thoughts. Writing. No, you write your thoughts. You just write down anything. And it could be not make sense, but just as long as you write those thoughts down. Right. And we've been kind of going back into a background of, of how, you know, what, why, why, why you're, you know, you're triggered. You know, a lot of it was upbringing and just how, you know, and just life on how it's taken you. And, and your journey in life, correct? Correct. And some of the things right. are your fault. I mean, some of the things can be be things that have happened to you, um, which are no fault of your own, and others are, you know, things that you did that you regret doing. Right. I think um, we... We always need to try to learn how to get out of our funks. You know, whichever way you you get out of it, you choose to get out of it. Um, I do believe that when you are in a funk, you can't sit there and lie to yourself. Exactly, and that's okay. the biggest. And I will, I will, and I'll use an example as saying, "All right, I'm in a funk, right." You know what? I'm happy. I'm this. I'm great. I, you know, I nothing. Nothing's wrong with me. I'm happy. Again, I'm happy. Lie into yourself. To use, people tend to use the word "I'm happy." I'm great. I feel. I feel like I've never felt before in my life. Okay. And yeah, I think that when, that you feel like shit. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, well, well, it's absolutely true. And, and I think that when you. When you start lying to yourself, you get deeper into that mindset of, yeah, I, I want to think I'm happy. I'm, I'm going to portray I'm happy. But you know what? At the end of the day, when you lie down in bed, your mind starts to run. You're miserable. You become the victim of your own negativity and usually the people that are the most negative and had the most negative thoughts are usually the ones that are in denial well yes and no well let's 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 check out this comment so my sister says hi sink which she says i think i think as a society we need to help children more they yes. are they are not taught coping mechanisms for how to solve problems or situations. Yeah, because um, they're giving everybody Elizabeth, freaking trophies. Some people cope that way, though. They try to convince themselves that they're okay. All right, so they let's start off with, with my sister. Hi, Sink. She sinks Hi. society. Okay, actually, let's society needs to help children more, right? Children are not taught coping mechanism for how to solve their problems. She's absolutely right. Okay, It's up but, to the parents to be but, able to teach them. But if the parents never learned, how are they supposed to teach the kids? Well, then, then who teaches the kids? We have to as parents. We have to be open-minded. Okay, watch this. Okay, but watch it. this. So what happens if the parent is not open-minded? Do we leave it to the schools? 
No, it's not the school's responsibility. That's a big problem well, too. I'm, a lot of people gonna... think you send your kids to school. It's up to the teacher to teach your kid. Well, you, yeah, it's up to your teacher to teach your kid, but it's up to you to make sure that they learn it. Um, you got a point and you don't have a point. Like, look, Elizabeth says this. Who taught us? Right? Life um, taught me. <laughs> sketchy peasant. I spoke the devil's lettuce. Pump my brakes. Get back in the smooth pavement. And keep on cooching, cooching. 10% is what happens to you. And 90% is how you react. He's absolutely right. Yep. Okay. I I agree with Sketchy. If, if it's up to me, I got I to gotta settle down. I'm going to smoke. I think, you know... Whether it's weed, whether it's cigarettes, and mind you, I have I haven't smoked cigarettes for a while. I don't like the vaping. I I just I can't get into that. I rather have vape than smoking cigarettes. You know, I had a vape. You know, I mean, I don't really smoke cigarettes nowadays anymore. But sometimes I get that urge, and it's like, oh my goodness, I'll die for one. I want one. Okay, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll take a hit. I'll take a hit. All right, goodbye. Have a good day. Mm -hmm. You know. So who taught us, okay, and what are we doing differently than was done to us? Why are our kids less prepared? Because we're not teaching them. Exactly. And this is one thing that I'll never forget that Renee said when I used to live with you guys. When he said that, uh, that his generation, meaning my dad and your dad, we're still living in the old ways where he tried to teach us to be more modern. So in the nineties, which he did and living with your mom and Renee is what helped me become the person that I am and to become more open-minded. So I can say that I learned from Renee and your mom and Celita, Tia Celita, and it opened my mind from what I was used to. Now, being open-minded is what is helping me help my children and not cover the sun with my thumb and say, oh, no, there's no problem. This can't happen to them. We take the bull by the horns and we just get through it, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's something I agree with or don't agree with. We figure out a solution. Right. Yeah, I um, I think that whichever way we look at it, we need to put our, we need to teach our kids. Yes, I agree um, with you one hundred percent. There, I know Alex has had his own mental breakdowns. You know, um, we need to teach him how to cope with it. Oh, uh, I mean, it's happened with Danny. He's he's had his own mental breakdowns at times, and it's always try to okay. What's wrong? What can we do to help you? How? How? How do you cope? I mean, Danny's a grown man now. You know, so it's mm-hmm. it's, it's hard and to And you can always call when, me if you want. You know, and I think that for the kids, you know, it's hard for them to to turn to, to their parents at times. For the simple fact that they exactly. don't want their parents. Exactly, and that's why. You know, I think kids don't want their parents to label them. 
Okay. Exactly. But you know what? That's where we got to give them. That's why I try to be, even though all of my cousin's kids are really my cousins, to me, they're my nieces and nephews. And that's why I always keep an open door with no judgment. And they can come to me about open, they can come to me open and honest, and I'll help them solve a problem just like I would with my kids. Right, right. I mean, and that's being a parent. Oh, you know what I'm saying? But exactly. But having I, somebody and I tell my kids too, hey, if you don't want to talk to me, you have a bunch of aunties and uncles you can talk to. So they I mean, I, we have on mom's side and on our side, the Cuesta side, you know what I mean? That he has so many, there's so many aunties and uncles that he knows that he can talk to. Right. right and right. Ariana too. Yeah. Well, um, I think we've had a pretty good discussion on this. Yeah, I think you know, so too. Um, mental illness is something that I I enjoy talking. I, to me, I'd rather get the word out there. I would rather have, especially the kids. You know, I know there's kids that listen to my show. You know, and hey, you know what? Talk to somebody. Anybody, you know, a school counselor, I'm not, a friend. You know, whether, I, I just, and this goes to whether you're an adult, a child, whatever stage you are in life, talking solves a lot. Talking is one of those things that before you know it, you could be all the way up here, pissed off, going nuts. You know, having a mental breakdown and when you just start talking about it, okay, and the other person doesn't really have to respond. Okay, just all listen. the other person needs to do is just listen. And I think that if we have a lot more people listening, okay, as opposed to giving opinions or talking, a lot of these people that suffer from mental illnesses might be better off. Yes, than, I agree. You know, than having somebody, oh, but you're just crazy. Oh no, those are those are crazy thoughts. Or that's this or that's that. Look, I'm not gonna say I'm perfect. Okay, but I also know when I gotta shut up and not joke around and listen. Exactly. Okay, and not pass judgment. It's the most important thing. Don't pass judgment on them. Right, right. Because that breaks um, all I, trust. Of course, of course, of course. So we, we've reached that segment of our show where, I mean, I kind of just gave my final thought. I'm not sure if Anna <laughs> has her final thoughts. Well, I, I just want to say that there's always somebody out there reach out for help. If you feel you're not alone, you know, sometimes we think we're the only ones that are going through these problems and we're not. There's a lot of people that are out there and a lot of people that will understand. So talk to a doctor, talk to your friend, talk to a counselor. If you're in school, an aunt, an uncle, somebody that you trust and somebody that won't pass judgment or come on to our show and just message. I need help and somebody will will try to figure out something for you yeah i mean again we're not experts 
Because no, we're, we're not. not. But we're parents. Well, uh, we'll listen. You know, so. Exactly. We will listen without judgment. But listen, um, Monday night, you have uh, part two of Sex and Relations. Uh, come check her out Monday, yes. Monday night at nine on In Between the Gray. Look, if you have a question for her, if you have, you want to be a guest on her show, just send her an email. In between the gray at gmail.com or get a hold of me. I produce her show. You know, we'll be happy to have podcast. you on. Speaking in real podcast at gmail.com. So at the end of the day, you know what? Come on board. We'll get you on. Or even if you want to be a guest on my show, speaking in real with me and Carlos. We're on Wednesday nights, nine o'clock. You know, so you want to be on, just get a hold of us. We're not too difficult to get a hold of. Remember, in the gray, Monday nights at 9, speaking it real, Wednesday nights at 9. And, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe we just might have – We'll see. We'll figure that out. Wonderful show. <laughs> Thanks for the highlight and important topic that needs further discussion. You're batting 1,000. Keep up the great work. Sketchy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Again, this is Speaking It in the Gray. Come see us on Monday, too. We, we speak the Bye. stuff that you don't want to talk, and we keep it real, people. Real. See you all next week. Thank you.